0: Welcome to the Kinetic Picture Podcast with Christian Gentolia as your host. Dominic Toscano. Stark High. And before we begin, I'd like to thank Liam Delphin for our theme that has been used for these past two podcasts. And we hope to continue our working relationship with that theme. Today, we're going to be reacting to Blade Runner 2049 that we all saw over the weekend. And we're going to go over recent trailers such as the Star Wars and Justice League trailer, as well as talking about Harvey Weinstein oh boy oh (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's
1: get into it blade runner 2049 did you like it did you hate it what do you think dom you know i thought it was okay i'd say it was good i'm still on the fence about some things okay like i felt the plot of them like okay spoilers for star star but
2: <laughs> it, it doesn't matter for me. I didn't watch the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. So Deckard and Rachel had a kid apparently. And I just felt like it was sort of a cliche thing of like a miracle really? birth, like, you know, Jesus illusions.
0: I mean, I saw like, I was weirded out when I first saw that or when, really? when it was revealed that they had a kid. Cause like, I mean, they were like robots. How are they supposed to have kids? <laughs> like, the way I interpreted it was like the replicants have something that they can hold on to show that they are like real beings, like real humans,
2: because they can procreate.
1: That's tr- that's true. Like I liked that it pointed out that they yeah. were more human than like we th- we think at first.
2: Are you scared because the the similarity, or, or are these creeped out because of the similarity? I was creeped out at
0: first, but like. As the movie wore on, I began to, like, empathize with Kay and, like, the replicants so much.
1: Yeah, I really felt like the replicants seemed much more human. Yeah. I guess mainly because in the first movie, we we really don't learn much about the four replicants, well, five replicants, Mm -hmm. you know, other than they're trying to, like, prevent themselves from dying. Yeah. But in this one, like, the main character, played by Ryan Gosling, he's a replicant, and I think he actually has, like, a good emotional development like as a character
0: i thought i thought k is one of the most tragic character arcs of like modern really movies right yeah he uh, like learns about deckard right about having a kid Mm -hmm. and then he's led on to believe that he's that kid yeah and then he gets said oh you're not the kid it was a girl (laughs) i was
1: like oh my gosh now i'm i'm kind of confused about k's origin okay so my understanding was Deckard and Rachel had a female child, Mm -hmm. and then apparently they created a replicant copy of the child on the same day?
0: Are you talking about like the whole, like when he looked into the records, there was a male and a female? Yeah. I think, I think Deckard did that to like scramble the trace,
1: Oh. which is why
0: even the female was led, said to be deceased, and it was the male that lived. Okay. Yeah.
1: How does, how does Kay have her memories though?
0: The the daughter is a memory implanter by Wallace. Wallace employs her to put memories into the replicants.
1: But she said that using real memories was illegal, and like I, I was led to believe that she never used her own memories. I mean, like, it just seems weird that he would happen to be the one that gets her memory if it was, like, totally random.
0: I know. that, that That's kind of the thing, too, because, like, they try to push this whole he's not the chosen one, Yeah. but then the whole, like, the fact that he has the memory kind of implicates him as a chosen one, you know?
1: Yeah, it's very strange. It's I, like, does she just randomly use some of her memories in these? I, I like, mean, you're
0: supp- remember she said that you have to impart part of yourself when you're developing these memories for the replicant. That's, I don't know if that's it's...
1: true, but that leads me to another big thing I was confused about. Okay. So she was locked in that isolation dome because supposedly she had like an immune disorder. Mm-hmm. So was that like a real thing that she had?
0: I think so. Because like, I mean... How come
1: as a kid, you know, she was like in the open air, like she was interacting with people. That's what I was really confused about.
0: Uh, uh... I have no idea. I, I don't know about. I'm I'm not dead either <laughs> <in a>
1: way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, unless it's like a cover story for her to like stay isolated from people. Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe that's what Wallace told her so that he could keep her around because she is. She, he said that she's, or she said that she's the best memory maker for replicants. That's why Wallace prizes her so much.
1: Wait, so what do you mean? You think that he helped her?
0: I think he imprisoned her to like keep her there so that he can use her whenever sh- he wants to.
1: But then, how come he seemed like he generally didn't know where she was? Like he was grilling Deckard because
0: nobody knows that she's the daughter of Deckard and Rachel.
1: That's the whole. So, p- so you're saying even he didn't know? Yeah, Deckard didn't even know. Remember? Okay, so so you don't think that it was he was like trying to help her? No. Okay. Dude, I, speaking of Wallace, he is like—I <laughs> mean, compared to Tyrell, like
0: Wallace literally has almost no impact other than giving love. Her mission to find this kid, <laughs> like, what a waste of Jared Leto, man! This guy is a I Oscar did, winner. I
1: think he did just as much as Tyrell did in the original, if not more.
0: Yeah, but like for me, it felt like he was only good for um giving love that love is played by sylvia hoax by the way her reasoning to be the nemesis in the movie but Mm -hmm. all his scenes were so tense
1: yes he was oh my god jared little was excellent in this movie oh my god that that was great
0: i i (laughs) i was like shaking not shaking but like i felt like anxiety running through my back i don't know how else to explain that like like i can only remember two scenes that he was in and each scene was like whew. <laughs> this guy like you're in with harrison ford and you're the one commanding the room right now
1: yo i agree with you like harrison ford for once wasn't just phoning it in i know <laughs> amazing. dude when he saw rachel the rachel 2, oh, oh my, my god my god that was great he was breaking down i was like i got chills during that because it looked oh, just like her
0: yeah <laughs> It felt so weird not seeing her in, like, that old 1980s, like, video quality. She was yeah, so HD.
1: That was weird. It felt. I think she
0: was CGI'd. I read something that she was CGI'd, like, C, like CGI Leia. Probably. That is so
1: crazy. I know for Leia, and also for Tarkin in Rogue One, they just had actors that looked similar to them, and they CGI'd over their faces. Yeah. Like but you could tell
0: that they were CGI'd.
1: Yeah. Well, well like even I if, think this Rachel still seemed like Oh really? I, I think I could still tell that she was
0: Oh, I was I was I, mean, I was tripped up. <laughs> I thought I thought they found like her daughter or something and like got her to like I don't know and make oh, dr- wow. gave her a lot of makeup, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, but she has green eyes. Remember oh, that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like <sighs> There are some great twists in this movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So keep telling me more about, like, why you thought this was okay and not, like, amazing. I, I don't was, think it was amazing, but, like...
1: It felt like a big action blockbuster that sort of just bar- borrowed the aesthetic of the original really? Blade Runner. Honestly, yeah. It just felt like... Like, Denis Villeneuve and Christopher Nolan, they do a good job of making these big blockbusters that still look pretty. And I really think that's what this was. It was just, like, a pretty blockbuster. Wow. Because, like... <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> Not that the first one is, like... Too holy to be touched, you know. I yeah. just mean like, it was it was just so different. I mean like, especially the noir tone was completely gone. Yeah. Like
0: one of the things that I really liked about the original Blade Runner was that like there was noir lighting. Yeah. But like the lights were always moving, and like during this movie, the lights were very they were stationary the whole time. Like, not all the lights, obviously, but like.
1: I don't think that's necessarily bad. It's just like yeah, it was it's different. just
0: different. Like it creates that different feel that than the original blade runner mm-hmm. but i still thought it felt like blade runner it was still slow yeah i didn't fe-
1: i didn't it, it, it seemed much brighter like yeah wise and i think we mentioned that on the last episode of the podcast but
0: yeah that's true i think roger deakins like i was reading some articles about him he said that he wanted to use a different palette other than like dark mm-hmm. like de- not desaturated but like i guess war not warmer dimmer tones he okay. kind of used like wider like white light as like a back more of a backdrop yeah and you can see that too
1: the aesthetic was very like it was very Villeneuve slash christopher nolan like it yeah. was very like black and white like very sterile clean surfaces mm-hmm as opposed to like the gritty, like yeah. seedy darkness of the original. This mo-
0: yeah, this movie was really clean. It was
1: so clean. The city was so clean, like in could- the same way that like Arrival and Inception yeah. and Interstellar were really, really clean. Like
0: even though the streets were dirty, they still looked they clean. looked sterile.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think of Dave Batista? Like, I know he was only in there for like 10 minutes. He but was good.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him at anything outside of Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think he was really good. I f- I felt He was p- very convincing as like a big, burly, like, yeah. replicant war veteran. I felt like, I kind of
0: thought one of his lines was really cringy where he said like, <laughs> you've never seen miracles.
1: Oh, man. Before. I was, I was kind of scurvy. I was like. That's why I didn't like the whole miraculous birth plot because it's just kind of cliche like oh a miracle happened guys
0: do you think it's cliche because of the fact that it's been done before or is it the way that it
1: was like portrayed in the film um i think a little of both i mean i felt like this movie was it it bordered on being a little too preachy like, especially in the scene where like the resistance leaders meet with Joe and they're like trying to convince him to join them and uh, then like yeah in the middle of the conversation like all these people start walking out yeah, behind her yeah and there's like yeah. a there's like a <laughs> like an uplifting like <laughs> musical little diddle playing and it's just like <laughs> you're so right that, that I was like, I was like the oh the give me a break <laughs>
0: but it did give us one of those like hardcore emotional moments when she was like oh you thought it was you
1: oh yeah yeah that was good oh i like gosh. that
0: what did you think like I, we've talked about the city before already but what did he think of the um the, score. the effects
1: oh the effects yeah just I in thought-
0: general like like joy oh oh my god that was
1: excellent yeah i really love the I really love, like, the visuals, like, they were able the to accomplish with, like, the yeah. overlapping of this hologra- holographic oh person. My,
0: what did you think of that sex scene?
1: Oh, that was so... Dude, it reminded me so much of the scene from her. Really? Yeah. So, in, in the movie, uh, Ryan Gosling's character has a girlfriend who's, like... Joy. Yeah, she's, like, an AI hologram. What happens is, he's, like, a very convincing relationship with her. I th- I think she orders the prostitute Yeah, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. She orders like sort of overlaps the prostitute like she projects her image like
0: on the prostitute so then they and, like can synchronizes
1: have, with her they
0: can have real <laughs> sex
1: so it's very remission of the scene from her where the ai like brings over a prostitute mm. and like she stays quiet while the ai like does the talking yeah uh, oh okay yeah joseph mentioned that to me uh, <laughs> i was like oh my god i didn't think of that i thought it was so weird at first yeah yeah I was really... It like, was beautifully done.
0: It was beautifully done, but I was still weirded out by <laughs> like seeing... I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that like two bodies... <laughs> uh, I it was great it was, it was done great. so well i
1: it was it was like almost chilling
0: yeah it was so quiet in my theater when i watched it like like there would be some laughs here and there if like like harrison ford made a snide comment like a <laughs> whole she has green eyes or something like that but like that whole scene was so like my theater was quiet and then <laughs> afterwards i heard somebody behind me say that was that was weird
1: yeah weirdest three-way ever yeah. am i right yeah <laughs>
0: What did he think of the relationship between Joy and Kay?
1: I mean, it's hard to say. It was really interesting because it added a whole new dynamic to this idea of reality. Yeah. Being like, there's no clear border for it. Because, like, she was, like, even less real than Joe. I know. To, to like, a great extent. So it's like, were her feelings real or was that just part of the programming to like...
0: Dude, when when he was walking out on the streets and that hologram came and called him Joe as well, and he looked so sad, I was... (laughs) Dude, my stomach was hurting. I was like, oh my god, this wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was real
1: to him because that's how he yeah, felt. Yeah.
0: And it was real to her because that's how she felt. If she was like... If she was like a real... I don't know if I thing. consider
1: her real is the thing.
0: Do you consider K real?
1: See, that's that's what I'm confused about. Like, I didn't consider Joy to be real. I consider the humans to be real, of course. So is, where does K fall in that mm-hmm. spectrum? I'm not really sure. I, I consider
0: him to be real. Yeah? Yeah, like... At the end of the movie, mm-hmm. when Kay and Deckard are outside of the his daughter's like retention facility, Deckard asks him, "Why did you do that? You have no like relation to me or whatever." Right. And I just thought that was like that. That was like the Roy, in yes, Blade Runner.
1: Oh man, the last the last oh, shot gosh. of of Joe, where he's he's sort of sitting on a, a stair like stairs outside a building, and the snow is falling on his hands that reminded me so much of the the last scene of blade runner with roy Dude. in the rain where gives that final speech and i read this really interesting thing about this motif of hands mm-hmm. in the movie because there's so much like there's so much hand interaction like when joy is given the upgrade she's able to walk outside the apartment onto the balcony mm-hmm. and the rain's just going through her hands and then the hologram like sort of alters itself to make it look like the rain's like splashing on her hands Mm. and her hands are wet so it's like a it was like a recurring motif
0: what do you think of the significance of that is though
1: i think it's to show like if someone's real like to show like how they interact with the real world Mm -hmm. and like especially that one scene where um love she grabs Joshi's hand while it's gripped around a glass. She crunches it so that the shards of broken glass are in her hand and loves just like clenching her fist even tighter.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, that that, so that's like another hand thing I noticed. That shot was actually in the trailer, so it wasn't technically spoilery. Was that in the trailer? It was in the it was in the second trailer. I I rewatched both trailers because I really wanted to like immerse myself in the, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the shots again. So I saw I was like, wow, they actually they actually gave a lot in the trailers. Really? Like they gave the final battle scene they they had so many shots of the final battle scene in the dark in the waters i was like wow wow i must not have seen those yeah what'd you think of the score honestly i didn't really notice it that much yeah like i like during blade runner the original one i was i was enthused with the score i was amazing but like it was much
1: better in the first yeah i think it just borrowed like some of the thematic motifs of the original Mm -hmm. score but it didn't do it in a very, like, creative way.
0: Yeah. Actually, Hans Zimmer did the score. Like,
1: I was... heard... Joseph told me that after the movie ended. And I was so surprised. I didn't even... Yeah, I didn't hear anything <laughs> that,
0: like, seemed...
1: Well, there was a lot of, like, you know, that, that droning he does. Like, brrrrm. Mm,
0: true. <laughs> I
1: like, don't think he did a good job. I don't think he
0: did a good job. I don't think this was his best work, yeah.
1: It was very not noticeable.
0: I was watching a um an interview that denny villain did for new york times where he kind of like broke down this scene so the scene in question is when k slash joe is walking through the yellow desert with mm-hmm. all those statues right and he like sticks his hand into the beehive so apparently during that scene there was like this very significant composition of music that denny made sure was in the scene right But, I mean, it didn't really have any impact on me. I didn't
1: even notice it.
0: Yeah, I didn't notice a lot of the music in this. It it feels really weird.
1: That's another hand thing. Notice when Joe sees the bees, he reaches his hand into the bees' nest for some reason. Like, to check if they're actually real and not Mm -hmm. like a hologram, maybe. Do you
0: think maybe the motif of hands is because... Because, like, a lot of this movie is about how you feel. Yeah. The main reason you have your hands is to feel things. literally yeah <laughs> so i uh, maybe that's why i mean
1: they're like the main way you interact with yeah. the world around you
0: so i guess you could see that as an interpretation of the motif of hands like yeah do you think this movie is gonna become a cult classic because apparently it didn't make a lot of money over the weekend
1: oh yeah it did kind of poorly it got yeah, what, like 31 31 million? million
0: it was slated for 50
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs>
0: oh my god It feels bad man
1: I'm not sure if this will become a cult classic. I mean, I think Villain Villeneuve fans will continue loving it. Mm-hmm. But like it just didn't like it, it was its own separate thing, I guess, and for that I respect it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just doesn't feel like it's in the same world as Blade Runner to me. At least. really? Yeah, I really mm-hmm. didn't feel like it.
2: What would you say is the best scene that Blade Runner uh, 2049 did? The best scene? The best, best thing- scene. thing. best thing yeah
1: oh
0: best thing
2: the origin of blade runner a lot of people uh i guess christian said that uh he got really immersed in the environment what would you say would be the the greatest thing thing about this movie
1: my favorite thing about this new movie was the holographic girlfriend just because i think it added a whole nother layer to this like unclear reality i
0: think the best thing that 2049 did was posing the question about humanity because even though k was a replicant he made a human choice right and i think no amount of programming can like change the fact that he made a choice to save somebody that he had no reason to like that's a human th- that's a human yes. feeling to do
1: i feel that's why i feel like he was so much more human than the replicants in the original movie because they just in the original movie they they died trying to con- extend their lifetimes mm-hmm. He dies for an actual cause, an actual yeah. purpose. But, but the. Do you the think desi- he died actually?
0: I think he died. You think he died? I, feel ba- I think so too. I think it. I think that really completes the arc if he does die. Yeah. I don't want him to die, but <laughs> do you think that maybe, like, well, okay, one, I mean, the act of wanting to live mm-hmm. is still a human like idea, like a human desire, or at least an animalist right nature. And then two, do you think K is more human because the technology has improved from 2019 to 2049?
1: I'm not sure. I mean, I felt like maybe, uh, you know, it's they don't really go into detail about how different they are from the original. Other than like... Uh,
0: they can actually live forever. Or they, they have they can, different lifespans. Yeah, that's true.
1: I, yeah, I wish they'd like clarified more about what the differences were, but they just didn't.
0: I feel like a lot of the stuff that they didn't do is because... It's irrelevant to like the story that they wanna
1: that's true
0: show, because like the movie is already freaking three hours long, like yeah, oh my gosh, I don't know, I mean it it reminds me of like very old movies like Tarkovsky, which were very long too, that's true, yeah, but like there were some shots where they would just linger on like the setting. I thought the pacing was good, <laughs> I thought the pacing was good, I wasn't,
1: which is so weird, considering yeah. the first one is like so much shorter in length,
0: but it feels longer. Would you, would you recommend this to other people, 2049?
1: I'd recommend this if you're a fan of the original and you want to see it continued, and also if you're a fan of Villeneuve or Nolan. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think it's really worth your time.
0: You keep bringing up Nolan. Why do you think... Um...
1: I think Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve are such similar directors. Oh, really? In many extents. How? How do you mean? Well, first of all, the aesthetic. Okay. You know, very clean, very sterile, okay. very, like, simplistic... They don't really do much creative, like, with the camera or with the score. They just get someone fancy like Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> or, um... I mean... What was the guy's name that did Arrival? Oh, I don't... I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, and they just get, like, these big, booming, like, eerie scores, and they just use that and blast it over all the climaxes. The composer <laughs> I, just, I feel our- like the very lazy directors. Really? Like, they don't take many risks. They make very safe, very, like... Wow, easily enjoyable films like they they just make like pretty blockbusters. I'd say. Wow, I really you, yeah. USA you Blade Runner is an easy enjoyable film. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I think it's paced better. I think it's I think it's easier for like the general audience to digest than the original Blade Runner. Oh my gosh, I've never <laughs> heard of
0: somebody calling Christopher Nolan a very lazy director.
1: Oh man, totally. Yeah. Really i think i mean like I, th- I still think his movies are like decent mm-hmm. like they're not really interesting i don't think i mean memento yeah like again he has some exceptions like i like memento and the prestige i think the dark knight is still good it's just like things like inception and interstellar which have like interesting concepts that aren't really like established in a very they're, they're not very sure of themselves like interstellar for example tries to be like a hard sci-fi quote quote but then, like the main theme of the movie is love conquers all. Like it just—it's so like—it's—it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I th- I
0: thought like the whole like Interstellar was more about like there are some things that aren't that can't be quantified. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like I just thought it was ridiculous. Wow, I <laughs> I I'm I, I I'm shook right now because like I mean you hear about like Nolan putting an IMAX camera on an actual like. Airplane during Dunkirk and using that as like
1: that's that's not what I mean though it's just like trying to get a better angle like you know it's it's not like an actual creative thing like it's not actually like an artistic interesting thing he added you know Mm. but I mean like
0: like for Dunkirk the whole three timelines interwoven together that was
1: terrible really (laughs) oh man so for those that haven't seen dunkirk there are three separate storylines each takes place over a different amount of time like a week a day and an hour right (laughs) all the, the only way that they signify this is with three brief title cards at the very beginning so if you're not paying attention and you don't interpret like one week to mean this takes one week like, it can oh get very my. confusing. Really? Especially since most of the shots were over, like, the same stretch of open water at, like, the same time <laughs> of the day. Man, that was a terrible choice. Really? I think Dunkirk is an awful structure, honestly. Oh, my. Uh,
0: I don't know what to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought it was so cool. We we watched a uh, Pulp Fiction a few weeks before, mm-hmm. and how would you say... Because, Dominic, you're a big fan of Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. So isn't that a lot of storyline as well?
1: No, no, no. It's not It's not the length of the storyline or the fact that there are three different ones. It's that they were overlapping and interweaving. He kept cutting between them. That's like the core like Nolan philosophy of like, Climaxes just cut between different storylines happening at the same time while a Hans Zimmer like berm is just blaring, and that's how he makes exciting climaxes. That's it, well, that's just not interesting.
0: Okay, well, to get back to Blade Runner, yeah,
1: sorry, end rant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, do you have, like, a score you would give this movie? Like, a grade or a score?
1: I'm still on the fence. I'd say, like, a six or a seven out of six ten. Six or seven. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, a single, I still think it's good for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's just there are things about it that I felt were weak.
2: Yeah. yeah. When, when I asked you, um, I was like, oh, how did you think it did compared to the original Blade Runner? I know uh, from... Letterboxd, you rated I think three or yeah, so that's six out of ten. Yeah, that's six out of ten. Three out of five, and then you said that it was it, it was comparably same or were worse than the original movie.
1: Yeah, and I gave the original a seven out of ten. Okay,
0: I like yeah, I like the original Blade Runner better than twenty forty nine, but I still thought twenty forty nine was good. I think it was still worth the money to me. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, so recently we had two trailers come out. The new Justice League trailer and the new Star Wars trailer. Oh boy. Oh man. Have you guys you guys have
2: seen it, right? Both of y'all?
1: I have. No, I haven't no. seen it
2: because I don't I'm not a fan of superhero movies. <laughs> it, it seems, you haven't
1: seen Star Wars, have you?
2: Uh well, is Star Wars a superhero movie? No. No, no. it's like an opera
0: fantasy space opera. <laughs> <laughs> space yeah. fantasy. Wait, kind of why
2: did you bring it up?
0: Because the Star Wars trailer came out. The new one for uh, the uh, one that's coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. Hype. Oh, my God. I didn't want to watch it at all because I saw Adam Driver, Ryan Johnson, and yes. Mark Hamill all say, don't watch the trailer.
1: Yes, that was very odd. Yeah. I don't understand why they didn't want us to see it because I thought... Like, I don't think it misguided people, you know? Really? I, I thought
0: I thought it was pretty spoilery. I mean, you kind of know what's going to happen now. What do you
1: think is going to happen?
0: Ray and Kyle... I'm calling this now. Uh, what's the, What? <laughs> October of 2017, two months before the Kylo Ren, it's going to go back to Luke. Rey is going to go to Snoke.
1: I don't know about that. I feel like it's a little extreme.
0: Well, I mean, they got to do something different or else they're going to be called, oh, this is just an Empire Strikes Back replay. So they have to do something different. I think
1: they're going to continue being repetitive of the original trilogy. And I think Disney's going to keep playing it safe. And just keep Kylo Ren evil until, like, the last movie. Where he, like, has a change of heart. I mean... Like I don't the- think Kylo Ren's gonna die. Oh, really? I think he's gonna turn back.
0: Well, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling he's gonna turn... I mean, you wouldn't have this character arc if he doesn't turn back. <laughs> or he dies, I guess. But he's gonna have a redemption. That's just how these movies happen. But I I think it would be so cool if Ray turns to the dark side.
1: That would be cool. That I don't think be- it's gonna happen. It doesn't make any sense. Why? But like she's I mean she's, she like why would she, she turn to the dark side? She said
0: that's what rem- Okay, so during the
1: trailer Luke mm-hmm. says like
0: I've seen this power before and I wasn't afraid of it. Now I am. What if that means that he doesn't train her? What if that implies that he stops training her because of her power?
1: That might be, but I think it's I think it's more that he's scared of her. Well, yeah, okay. So yeah, I think she's he's scared of her, like falling to the falling dark to side, the dark like Kylo side. Red. But I don't think she's going to.
0: I I'm calling. I'm going. I'm doubling down. She's gonna go to the dark side. I don't see why
1: her... she would. Because she she was so like good and sweet in the original. Like it doesn't make any like well, why. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess this movie will just have to develop like the breaking. But I guess so. I think I think it's. Gonna, I think the movie is gonna be like. Because, like, we all hold Luke in this high esteem. Right. As much as Ray does. And then, like, having your teacher just, like, throw you away because he's scared of what could happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'll give her enough reason to, like, find another teacher. And that teacher will be Snoke.
1: I'm not sure. Do you remember that there's one scene from the trailer where it looks like Snoke is, like, using the force on her. And yeah. she's, like, doubled over backwards.
0: The ending. The ending.
1: I don't the- see how that's, like, an indication that she joins his side, you know? Like...
0: Yeah, I mean this is all speculation, anyways. Yeah, but like
1: I mean, it is possible that Kylo and mm-hmm. Ray do the switcheroo, but like I don't, I don't bet on it happening. Have
0: you seen the the poster for the the Last Jedi?
1: Oh yes, I have. You have you noticed that Poe Dameron is on the bad guy's side? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like they just put him there, but like it's really funny that he's like with like Kylo Ren yeah. and like <laughs> all the stormtroopers. <laughs>
0: I find it very weird that, like, even though we're pushing this new generation of talent, it's still, like, Luke has the most space on the poster, and then you have Leia in the middle, (laughs) and then, like, everybody else, like, Ray, Kylo, Finn, and Poe are kind of, like, on the side, like, obviously Ray and Kylo are still significant because I I guess this is just analyzing, like, the size of their face on the poster. (laughs) It's really stupid, but, like, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about pushing the original characters still.
1: Yeah, I don't like that they've instead of inventing their own characters, they sort of just like
0: they're still relying on them.
1: Yeah, like in a sense Luke and Han and Leia are still like big players in this trilogy. Yeah. And
0: to counteract this point, like you could mention that Yoda was still a significant player in the prequels.
1: I think he was less significant in the OT though. True. But he was still,
0: like, the master, the right. teacher. But,
1: like, not... Like, he wasn't in any of the movies to the same extent that Han was in The Force Awakens, true. I feel like.
0: That's true. I mean, yeah, I don't know.
1: Because, like, Han was, like, the leader of Episode Seven. Yeah, like, you know?
0: That's true. I, I, I've already mentioned this, but <laughs> I'm still so sad. Like, the fact that Carrie died...
1: Oh, uh, man, there's this thing in the trailer where, like, uh, Kylo Ren is, like, flying around... Oh, my
0: gosh, and he's, <laughs> like, he has the finger on the trigger...
1: And then it cuts to like Leia like gasping. And it's I know. like and then you see Kylo like tearing off and like shaking. I was like, oh it it implies no. that he might kill her. Yeah. Which is a very real possibility considering because he killed she, she
0: can't show up in the next movie anyways. Yeah. Oh man.
1: I That I, makes me sad because like we already know that she that Leia's gonna die somehow. They have
0: to ride her out. Unless they like put her in like a retirement home or something. No. But that's so stupid. But
1: I think they're just gonna kill her off. Kill her off. As bad as that sounds. (sighs) Kylo killed Han, and he could kill Leia.
0: Can you imagine? How can you, like, redeem yourself after killing your Yeah, how can you go to the
1: good side at the end?
0: But, like, well, we've already established that he's gonna redeem himself. I think we both know that he's gonna redeem himself,
1: but... I mean, Darth Vader, he killed a lot of people, and he, at the very last second, like, he acknowledged that he was in the wrong. Yeah, but he didn't kill his own parents. I mean... He killed, like, all the Jedi yeah, masters uh, yeah, that and kid, taught him yeah. and raised him. And That's true.
0: <laughs> I I kind of feel like this movie is going to make Kylo more dangerous than Darth Vader. I kind of really... I don't I know think if they so. have to outdo Darth Vader, but make him significant enough.
1: They've already established that Kylo and Rey are far more powerful yeah. than Anakin ever was. Or Luke.
0: Yeah. So... The other trailer that came out, the Justice League trailer. Oh man! Oh man! I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is
2: that the one uh, on the last podcast? We're saying how they were uh, not trying to be on the same
1: timeline. Yeah, yeah. Continuity thing.
0: Oh my gosh that that's just a mess. That's a bomb <laughs> waiting to happen.
1: Oh, you know, I brief aside. I I noticed that in a couple years they're making a Flashpoint movie. And for those that don't know what that is, it's an event in the comic book world they have, where apparently there's a huge crossing over of different realities. So that could be interesting because that could tie in all these different story threads together, even if they're in separate universes. Oh my god!
0: What if that's the reason they don't care about continuity? Wouldn't that right be now? insane? Oh my gosh, dude! They're playing 7D chess while we're playing checkers. <laughs> but oh. but
1: isn't that the same
2: thing as like? oh, Rick and Morty does it, you know?
1: Well, yeah, it's like the same way that Rick and Morty has, like, parallel dimensions. I think that's what the comic book event was.
2: But but instead, they do it with their movies. B- movies, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: Flashpoint did it
2: first, so it's okay.
1: And I'm, and I'm kind of <laughs> hoping that they, like, soft reboot the universe, because, like, it's been kind of a disaster sure. so far.
0: I mean, they've casted... Well, well actually, not even. Yeah. They've casted Gal Gadot well as Wonder yeah, yeah, Woman. Yeah. Ben Affleck is... Good, but he's not the Batman I want.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he's very he's very stale.
0: Yeah, and he's he very kills uninteresting.
1: people with guns. With guns, which <laughs> Batman does not do. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, think I think what they were trying to imply was that this is a universe where Batman has been fighting crime for like many decades, and he's just become like a hardened like, version of himself. Yeah, he's like turned back on like his initial philosophies on murder and stuff. But like they don't really. Portray it that yeah. way. Yeah.
0: So let, let's, let's let's talk about the trailer. yeah. Let's talk about the trailer. What what stood out to you? Like to, <laughs> all,
1: all uh, I remember is just like a whole bunch of dumb shots of like <laughs> people in terrible CGI running around.
0: <laughs> Actually, if you compare the trailer, this trailer to the previous trailer, mm-hmm. the CGI is a lot better.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't notice. It looked
0: pathetic in the first <laughs> trailer compared to now. Like I was like, oh my gosh, they released this online, <laughs> but. There are so many shots of Aquaman going, oh, yeah, yeah. let's go. Rah.
1: That was kind of cringy.
0: Uh, I, I guess we'll see what happens with Aquaman. But I feel like they're really trying to push him yeah. as like a head of like a face of the of the Justice League. I feel like if Ben Affleck's going to be your Iron Man, mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to make the Flash your Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. And Wonder Woman is like Captain America. Yeah. And I think Aquaman's going to be like Thor. To an extent?
0: Yeah. The one, that, like, <laughs> the, or maybe even Hulk with the, like... Yeah, yeah. That
1: sounds very really confusing. <laughs> yeah, but, like... They're definitely trying to imitate some things about the Marvel Universe.
0: I mean, if you look at, like, I remember reading this article about teams of four. They mm-hmm. always follow this, like, same character or structure. You have, like, hmm. the smart guy. The, the guy, leader. Yeah, the leader. The muscle. The muscle. and The wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You did. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. (laughs) I mean, that's basically what's happening here. I mean, they even have, no, they have five people right now. Cyborg is just irrelevant. Like, I don't even know what they're trying to do with him. And his CGI looks awful. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. He looks so
1: bad. He's so skinny. He's literally just like a bunch of glowing lights. Yeah. And his voice is like.
0: Don't worry, Alfred. I'll take it from here
1: what what is that like <laughs> how am
0: i supposed to like care about you if your voice is as robotic as like i, I mean of course he's a character but you could, like the cyborg in teen titans was so animated yeah and he was so enthralling i don't understand
1: it's so weird that like it's, i guess cyborg's like a big part of the justice league they, in the they're comics. they're pushing him but like i know in, in the shows in the like original animated show i watched when i was a kid it was like batman superman the flash green lantern who hasn't appeared yet
0: they did mention um oh yeah they mentioned yeah, lanterns like there's no lanterns to save you now yeah or something like that so i'm assuming that's gonna happen eventually i,
1: I know they're gonna bring it back because they have a movie planned oh they do yeah. oh i didn't know about that. i think that. maybe they're just scared because they had the ryan reynolds green lantern movie that did so badly yeah, so
0: i guess they're trying to like kill some time before then <laughs> but I, I wonder who they're gonna go with are they gonna go with Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart there's the white Green Lantern black Green
1: Lantern oh yeah so yeah I don't know
0: oh Ryan Reynolds played Hal Jordan who was Air Force pilot and then I don't really know the backstory of Jon Stewart before he became Green Lantern but what do you think I mean it's coming out in a month or it's coming out yeah it's coming out in a month
1: I think it's gonna be pretty bad
0: it's gonna be pretty like
1: Batman versus Superman level I'd say yeah what do you think
0: I want it to be good. Like oh, I really yeah. want DC to like I, I I honestly like the stories of DC way better than Marvel.
1: Don't get me wrong, I love seeing Batman and Superman in movies, but it's just yeah. like I don't think these movies have been good. I, yeah. I wish they were better.
0: I feel like it's way too early for a Justice League. Yeah. I really wish they took their time with this.
1: Well, they didn't want to wait cuz they wanted to like
0: cash in on that cinematic universe stuff. <laughs> well, like combat
1: with Marvel too. Yeah. Because at this rate, Justice League is going to be released like just a few months before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: Infinity War is in May, right? Yeah, twenty eighteen, and then so it's like Justice League just is... six months before Infinity yeah. War. Justice League is only going to have a month to itself before Star Wars takes all of its profits. Oh man, that's gonna suck. Like Star Wars is gonna have all of January, February, March. Oh. Had, oh do
1: you think do you think episode 8 will do as well as episode 7 did? In yeah, I mean
0: so? at least a billion. Like Rogue One made a billion dollars and that movie oh, was trash.
1: <laughs> definitely a billion, yeah. I feel like some of the hype for episode seven
0: yeah, is I,
1: like much less for eight because yeah. we don't have like the, oh my God, Luke and Han and Leia are back. The first movie in 10 years. <laughs> first time we see the character in like 35 years. <laughs> true, I mean, true, true,
0: true. <laughs> I think a part of that also is the fact that like the marketing has been kind of dull for I'm episode sure. eight. Like we just got the second trailer and we still have, we only That have is strange, two yeah. Months,
1: I think it's mostly because like... For episode seven, it was the first one of the new wave True, of so Star they had Wars.
0: to push it. I remember seeing oranges have Star Wars sticker on them. <laughs> so I don't know if we're going to see Star Wars oranges before the movie comes out, but...
1: Oh, we're going to see Star Wars everything. Yeah.
0: All right, so moving on in non-movie-ish news, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> huh, <laughs> if you don't know about it. Harvey Weinstein has been fired from his company with his namesake for uh, how do you say, very inappropriate advances on women that he's cast <laughs> in films that his company has produced.
1: Yeah, for, so for those that don't know, what the Weinstein company has produced a lot of famous films like Pulp Fiction Clerks, and I think most of the Tarantino movies. All of them. So this is like really big news. This yeah. is a high-level executive.
0: This is the guy that like comment or er, pioneered independent filmmaking basically like post 90s definitely so that's crazy like you have people like Gwyneth Paltrow oh yeah
1: I have a list oh you have a list (laughs) yeah let's hear
0: let's see let's hear all of these women that he's (laughs) interact like we don't even know the full list this is just some of them
1: there were like over a dozen in the list I saw I just I just wrote down like the ones I recognized Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow Ashley Judd Rose McGowan Rosanna Arquette Angelina Jolie Heather Graham Catherine Kendall and the many more Have all come out with accusations against Weinstein.
0: That's ridiculous, dude. And he's not even the only one. Like, there's been so much history of, like, actresses sleeping with their older-aged executives just because they got... Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody
1: Allen. Roman Polanski.
0: Polanski. Oh, my God. I don't know how to feel about this. Well, obviously, I know how to feel about this, but, like, as us who are commentating on the industry and want to get into the industry, like... That's so weird having this, it's like, it's, it's only just now getting widespread recognition.
1: Yeah. It's kind of messed up and there's it's very messed yeah,
0: up. Harvey Weinstein campaigned for Hillary Clinton. Really? Yeah. He held a fundraiser at his house for her. <laughs> wow. He put money in Obama's pockets, apparently. Dang. He's donated to like so many Democrats that's crazy <laughs> like this isn't just hollywood this is this is american society
1: it's so messed up because you have you have these people in like big positions of power like weinstein and then like i know that gwyneth paltrow's story she was like 22 when this happened yeah. like she was just starting out so of course she was terrified like oh if i don't do what he wants like I, I won't have a career. And the only reason that Weinstein
0: stopped is because Gwyneth Paltrow went to her boyfriend, who she was da- she was dating Brad Pitt at the time, Right. and Brad Pitt had to tell him to back off. Yeah, not trying to be ultra feminist, but the fact <laughs> that she had to ask a man to do that for her,
1: Who is much more popular at yeah, the time, of
0: course. Like that's crazy to me. That I don't know that. Like there are so many. Like like Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. was cast in Silver. I think Silver Linings Playbook was. She won the Oscar for that, right? I think so, yeah. And that movie was pushed by Weinstein's really? company. Really? Wow. Oh my god. There's so many like Kate Winslet was another person who came out and spoke out about this too. Really? So Wow. they are all these young women. Like they're they're 22, they're just a year, couple of years older, like it's like some actresses who are barely like that's like,
1: that's what I'm saying. They just prey on like these poor young actresses just starting out that want to be famous. And they just abuse their power, like, "Oh, you have to do this, or else you're not going to have your time in the limelight." Yeah, I... like with Kesha, I guess. And
2: yeah, I, I guess uh, for those young actresses, like, they can't really speak out really about it because if they do, they don't really, they can't really get into industry. I feel that's that's the thing. Like,
0: mm-hmm. this is this is a thing that's been okayed. Yeah. Like, I this is hor this is horrific. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how we can, like, like how, what can be done. I mean, obviously, the fact that he's been outed now is After good. After so many years. After so many years. This is like 20, 30 years.
1: I feel like this is happening more and more. I mean, just the same week, was it some guy.
0: Oh, yeah, Screen Junkies, the Honest Trailers guy.
1: Yeah, so the, the YouTube channel Screen Junkies has like an Honest Trailer series where they create like a spoof trailer for a popular movie every now and then. And I think. I don't know what part of the process he's involved in.
0: He's the, he's the actual writer. Oh, like he, he's he one comes writers? up with no. He he is the writer.
1: Oh, he,
0: it's not the guy that does the voice. Right,
1: right. I he didn't just think so. that
0: voice just reads it off. But he's the actual. So like, wow. The quality of these honest trailers are gonna go down too. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. This is this is weird to me. Yeah.
1: I, so that guy also got accused of several. Grossly indecent things are very similar to what Weinstein was yeah, doing. Yeah, but and
0: this is on a lower scale because this is just YouTube. Yeah, this isn't even like critically acclaimed movies like Pulp Fiction or Silver Linings. It's it's just stupid parodies of <laughs> movie trailers. I I don't know how to feel about this. Or I, I mean, yeah, it's it's horrible. But um, well, on that depressing note, <laughs> uh, Justice League is coming out November.
1: November 17th?
0: November 17th? Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) It's in the middle of next month. November 17th, you were right. Good job, Dom. Oh, man. It's starring Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams. Um, Star Wars is being released on December... I'm going to say 15th. Let's see.
1: I hope they keep with the Christmas release dates. Oh, it
0: is December 15th. So that yeah okay
1: I know I know Han Solo is being released in like May, May. of 2018.
0: Uh, that movie is gonna be horrible. Yeah, you think so? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Star Wars: The Last Jedi is gonna be released on December 15th, starring Daisy Ridley, uh, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill.
1: Not Harrison Ford though. Not
0: Harrison Ford. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. But um,
1: yeah. Thank you for
0: joining us on this podcast, guys. Until next time. Peace out. See ya.